Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome back, everybody. I'm John, and here with Mike, another uh, another great episode of Fat Guys with Smokers planned for you. We're we're excited to have you with us today. Um, we're gonna be talking about getting started. Yeah, we uh, we went shopping. Yes, we did, and made made a couple of lists that we're excited to share with you guys. Um, but before we get started, like always, uh. Lots of great interaction. I, I think the most fun part about this, and I've talked about it, like part of the reason I got into into barbecue was well, one, I needed to pay I needed to pay the bills for this hobby that I had picked up. That's why I started selling barbecue pellets. Um, but I just I love talking about barbecue. And it's been fun, all the interaction and comments that have been coming back and forth. Um Got a message last night from one of the guys that buys pellets. I think, Mike, you you teach one of his kids at school. Mm-hmm. Um, just reached out, and it was fun to have have that interaction and keep getting that back and forth. And I know you got some, didn't you, this week? Yeah. Well, I feel like the barbecue community in general, and we've talked to this, is just so positive. Like, everybody's just trying to help each other out. Um, but I had, I've had several people reach out and just kind of talk about how we're – pretty authentic. Like, uh, one guy said, I like to listen to these podcasts. I like to watch YouTube videos, but people are way, I don't know how I would put it too intense maybe, or unrealistic, I guess, like in their giant outdoor kitchens on their brand new, you know, super expensive pits. And we're doing, you know, after work today, I, yeah, you know, not everybody gets a thousand dollar flat top from Traeger in the mail that yeah that they, they get to make a out. they get to make an unboxing video for right yeah which I mean Traeger if you're listening we'd be okay with it yeah we're we're but, down Traeger Blackstone yeah. Green Mountain Grills Camp Chef yeah we are not above it anybody we're there for you but uh, <clears throat> but we are I th- I feel like that's kind of our strength is we're the authentic you know young family dad that can find a little bit of time to, to do what we love. And, and can I rant just for a second? I feel like we need a soapbox yeah. that we can put our feet up on. Just We're not going to stand, gonna stand right up here. on it, but we'd, <laughs> we'd put our feet up on it. Go for it. I, uh, so I did the polar plunge yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. The, so the polar plunge was like a, a thing for, um, Special Olympics, it's like a fundraiser, and people pay money, they cut a hole in the local reservoir, which is has about two feet of ice on it right now, and then you just jump in, and people pay a lot of money to do that. I feel like the sound just got significantly better. It, I made an adjustment on mine. Good work. I think the gain on mine was way too high. I thought it was this, and I was like, oh, great. Nope. Anyway, <clears throat> so the real housewives of Salt Lake City show up. Right, and they go to jump in. The Real Housewives. Of yeah, Salt- it's a thing apparently. I obviously don't watch enough cable TV. I've never seen it. I didn't even know they existed, but my wife was telling me that they're ridiculous. Anyway, we're all down there freezing our t- butts off because I, 
me and a couple other of the teachers got um like if the kids made so much money then we would jump in so they'd put like money in our jars so that we would have to jump in so we're down there on the ice there's a bunch of teenage girls they lead us all down on the ice the teenage girls are in their swimming suits like it's 30 degrees we're standing on slushy ice um and we all have to move over and just sit there while the real housewives of utah come down and they're like filming everything and they've got people in front like move 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 and we all just have to sit while they jump in and get out like i was just like this is the most inauthentic reality tv show i have ever seen in my life oh it was like a it's a full-on tv i thought you were saying this was like a group of like oh no it's not like no this is a tv show it was the dumbest thing and i was so mad because i was just like this is not what this is about at all like anyway that's my rant. I was very upset at the... I hope there's at least like a big fat check from... No. I did have to sign a waiver just in case my face got on camera. So they didn't have to... So I couldn't sue them. But... Yeah. It was the worst thing I've ever done. It was so cold. I don't know why I said I'd do it. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. What we were th- talking authenticity. about... Authenticity. Yeah. That is the opposite of authenticity in my mind. Oh. Anyway. That's annoying. Yeah. I still can't get it. <clears throat> like, for those of you not in our local community, the 14 of you that <laughs> don't live in Nibley, Utah, um, like, this is Hiram Reservoir. This is not a big fancy. This is not Lake no. Powell. This is not some extravagant. Mm-mm. Like, it's a mediocre state park with a boat ramp. Yep. So, and Whitney- that, they, that they would drive all the way up from Salt Lake to. Yeah. It was so dumb, but, and and like, it's fine, like support a cause. That's fine. But just the whole, everybody move, like they were wearing pounds of makeup. They were sitting in these giant, like warm, warm robes that they took off, jumped in. And then they had a whole crew like surround them while we all just sat there in our swimming suits because we couldn't go until they were down and out. I was anyway. Yeah. Well, this is... I mean, the school district does this, right? Like, this is to raise yeah, money for Special so. Olympics. Uh-huh, Special Olympics for like, the school district. Let's at least give a shout-out to the to yeah. the real purpose behind it. Absolutely. And it was good, and they did well, and, and you know, it was a blast for those kids. But anyway, I was very annoyed at them. But yeah, that's where I'm at. No, that's cool. Rant over. Yeah. So we, you know, and today we're going to talk a lot about products, Um we're going to throw some Amazon links on there. Full disclosure, we are trying to put some affiliate marketing stuff on there. The Mike and I were just talking about this, though. You know, one, our wives are very gracious to give us, you know, basically half of our Saturdays to play podcast hosts, and it's something we love doing. Um, so a little extra money to take the missus to dinner never hurts the process. Um mm-hmm. But everything that we're going to put on, we're, we're not getting paid by the companies. We're we're talking about things that we use, we think are valuable. Um, and if you don't need them, don't like them, don't buy them. That's fine. Yeah. Um, the show will continue on. <laughs> this is something Mike and I do because we, we love doing it, not because we're trying to get rich and famous. Sometimes we don't even hit the record button. We just sit here and talk into the microphones with each other for hours on end. So. Maybe not hours on end. Yeah, we eventually remember, but we did go for about 20 <laughs> minutes this morning. We're like, oh, we should probably 
be talking about this on the podcast. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> let's do our shout out. I'm super <laughs> excited for this one just because if we can get this guy to duet our our stuff. Oh, heck yeah. I'm going to be super yeah. excited. Um, on Instagram, I think he's on TikTok too. We That's probably, where I've seen him is on TikTok. I probably need to break down and get TikTok and put us on TikTok. I just... I've been thinking about it for a while, but apparently I, everybody's I, worried the Chinese are going to steal our souls. I, if we I, do that. I don't care about the Chinese. The Chinese have all of our social security numbers anyways. It's You're not wrong. Like if someone <laughs> wants to steal your identity, folks, they're going to steal your identity. There's very little you can do to stop it. It's just about catching it fast. Um, I just... I hate TikTok is, I have no reason why, but, uh, our shout out this week is Beardo Weirdo. He's hilarious. I was going to say, that's all you need to know is his handle is Beardo Weirdo and you should be excited about him, but he does, um, remixes or reactions like the side by side videos. Yeah. I think they call them duets or or blind react. I don't know. duets. That's what it is. Yeah, duets. Yeah. Um, the one that it's funny. We both sent it to each other. <laughs> um, I think Carly sent it to us. Like mm-hmm. there were a bunch of one of his new ones. They took a rack of ribs and cooked it so that it it formed a ring, almost like a like a crown roast would be mm-hmm. and then they filled it with mac and cheese <laughs> and they filled it with tater tots or chili like it can't remember it looked amazing though beardo weirdo is a fat guy and <clears throat> often comments that it's food like that that's why we'll never be skinny yeah so he is <clears throat> hilarious to watch because he'll just be watching. He's like, all right, yeah, you're doing that. And then suddenly he just flips a switch <gasps> and just <gasps> can't even talk. It's, really it's so good. I can't do it. But I anyway, he's hilarious. Yeah. So shout out to Beardo Weirdo. And he, uh, I think he's one of our Canadian brothers too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen that in a couple of his things. Right on. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Canada for sure. Um, okay. So let's get into it. So today we want to talk about starter kits. Mm-hmm. We've talked about grills. We'll talk a little bit about those, but we're not going to go in depth, but, um, kind of like hosting a podcast. It's, it's not buying the camera or buying the audio interface that seems to kill you. It's the, uh, it's the little things. It's the things that go in to making it happen. It's, you know, for the podcast, it's the, it's the little tripods and the phone holders mm-hmm. and the sets of headphones and, you know, just little things that you don't even think about until you go to do it. Mm-hmm. Barbecuing. It's a lot more than that big expensive grill out on your deck and whatever piece of protein you got. Yep. So yep. we're going to do this two ways. Um, I like the way that you, you put it last night when we were, we were talking, this is an, an ode to the broke John and Mike of yesteryear, yep. the newly married apartment, John and Mike. Yeah. I'm not sure broke John is gone yet. Yeah. Broke but, uh, Mike never left, but I've at least been married for longer and you know, yeah, 
we have a little bit more adult money than, yeah. than we did when we first got married. Less, uh, probably about the same maturity level, but more adult money. So what could go wrong, you know? <laughs> uh, it's true. <laughs> I am who I am, folks. Take me or leave me. Yep. Um, okay, so we're going to do $100 get started list mm-hmm. and $1,000 get started list. And I want to go on record saying you can spend way more than $1,000 if you really want to. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, if money's no object, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do. But yeah, we're assuming money is an object when we make these lists. So, okay. You, uh, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. So uh, part of mine, I don't know. I guess we kind of, we kind of just, separated and did our own thing so for the one we broke it down into 100 and 1000 dollars budgets and um so i'm thinking newly married small apartment not a lot of room uh get started so i had to do a little digging um and i'm gonna stick with kind of the charcoal we've talked about that i have no hate for gas grills my first grill was like a tabletop gas grill that you screwed the little green Mm -hmm. bottle into you know it was great it was fine for what i needed however i'm gonna stick with charcoal well and for a hundred dollars like first a hundred dollars doesn't go that far anymore Mm -mm. the uh 18 inch weber that i bought when i was newly married and was really excited about it Mm -hmm. i think i paid 65 dollars for is 120 dollars today yeah like it's hard that yeah. Even those little tabletop gas grills are 80, 90 bucks. Yeah. So when we said, let's go a hundred and then we got to talking yesterday, we were like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't try to do but Hey, but it is possible. We did it. And I think you can have a great experience. <clears throat> we did. So I, I started with the Weber Smoky Joe, which is a little tabletop charcoal grill. I think it was 14 inches. So that's not yep. right. Um, I picked the same one. So, and yeah. I mean, on Amazon, I I found it for $44, which I didn't think was too bad. I'm sure you could find um, maybe some grills that don't have that Weber name for maybe a little bit cheaper. But I like I love what Weber does, and so I would stick with the Weber because they've been doing it for a while, and they understand the mechanics of it and everything. Yeah. Um, and you can make some good stuff on that, and it will use less charcoal. You'll, you won't be able to cook for a 1,000 people, but... Yeah, for for you and another person. Yeah, it's great. And this is the one thing I will say about all grills. Um, certain names have been around for a hundred years mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah, Weber's. I like. I can't say enough good things about Weber's. Yeah, my eighteen inch. I've been married for almost fourteen years now. Mm-hmm. It has sat outside most of the time i forget to put the cover on it mm-hmm. and it's in just as good a shape as the day i bought it yep i have thrown away more helped people because i've never bought one <laughs> i've helped more people throw away the like hundred dollar charbroil yeah um gas grills or the next grill dyna glows from home depot mm-hmm. than i can count yep. and i had a weber that we we moved around a lot as a kid like my dad bought it when I was 15. When I moved into my first house? No, I think it was this house. No, it was my other house. Um, eight years ago, 
he uh, tore it apart, put it in a box, shipped it across the country to me. <laughs> That's awesome. And I used it. <clears throat> um, I upgraded because I wanted a bigger one. And one of, uh, I'm pretty sure one of our other buddies in the neighborhood still has it. And mm. like when you buy quality, especially in grills, they can last a really long time. Yeah. So, and when we're talking charcoal grills, it's not like offset smokers. Like you don't have to drop a thousand dollars. I think I paid a hundred and twenty maybe for the twenty-two inch Weber, and it's my favorite grill. Like I love it. I cook on the, it year round. It's rarely covered because I forget, and it's in great shape and does a great job. Yeah. So yeah. so on a much smaller scale, this Smoky Joe, I mean, it would be fine. Um, I thought so. Starter kits, what what you have to have, in my opinion, to get started. Um, I kind of, I didn't count fuel. I didn't count meat. I figure that kind of comes yep. with its own. Um, but I figured you, you need a thermometer. That was a game changer for me. Like, you don't just want to cook it until it's charred on the outside and assume it's done. Um, so I went with the ThermPro TP16 digital thermometer. That was my first thermometer. And I liked it. It was fine. Um, and it had a wire like probe on it. So magnet on the back, you could just stick it to the outside of your grill so you could check and see what temperature your meat was. And it was great. And it was $20 on Amazon. I think I paid 16 for it like 10 years ago. But I didn't think $20 was too bad for a decent thermometer. It was a ThermPro? Yeah, ThermPro TP16. And you can get them, I mean, if you pay like a little bit more, you can get them with multiple probes, um, oh, okay. which is fine. Yeah, I've seen these. Yeah. That was my first one. I think Whitney got me that for my birthday or something one year, and I uh, was kind of like, oh, okay. But a good thermometer, I think, is is worth every penny. Um, so that was another thing that I thought. I also, if we're going with a, with a Weber and charcoal... I also put a charcoal chimney on here. Uh, the Kingsford charcoal chimney for 15 bucks. It's a great chimney. However, I was just thinking the Weber Smoky Joe is so small. Maybe you wouldn't need a charcoal chimney because it wouldn't, it probably wouldn't hold an entire chimney of charcoal, but I guess you could no. just do a couple. If you really want a chimney a though, um, Weber makes a small chimney. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. That is perfect for the, for the ThermPro. Or not for the Therm Pro. Smoky got Joe. Yeah, for the Smoky Joe. Mm -hmm. um, it's also for my uh, pit barrel. That's why I bought it. Oh, really? Because the pit barrel you do lit and unlit charcoal. Uh -huh. It's perfect for the... It's like you can... You're supposed to count your charcoals. Uh-huh. The right number fits exactly in there for the... Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. Because for my drum, it's kind of the same deal. I fill like half my chimney full just to start it and then pour it into the basket full of full yeah. chimney interesting so there there's a smaller one i think it's normally like 10 bucks <clears throat> right on um well there's a bunch of other stuff you can get the only other thing that i thought at least in my opinion is really helpful is a pack of of gloves a pack of those nitrile mm -hmm. i think is how you say it um gloves i get mine from harbor freight they're like 15 bucks i was looking on amazon last night there's thousands of options um, maybe better deals, but I just, every time I'm in Harbor Freight, which is quite a bit, I just grab a, a box. So yeah. I get mine at Sam's Club, yeah. but 
Um, yeah, I didn't. Those are on my on my thousand dollar list. I didn't put them on my. Mm. Um, but it's funny. I so is that everything on your hundred dollar yeah, list? Yeah, that's my hundred dollar list. Right so there. my hundred dollar list is is pretty close to that. We've got the same Smoky Joe. Um, I've got the Thermpro TPO. <laughs> oh, still can't get rid of this <laughs> cough, man. Um, the TPO one. That okay. it's an instant read thermometer. Oh yeah, same brand as mine then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I'm a huge fan of Therm Pro. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're great. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. I mean, the this Therm Pro, the TPO one is, it's a ten dollar thermometer. I've had uh probably four of them in. 12 years mm. and it's mostly because somebody steals it. Like oh, really? I don't think I've had one die. Huh. Um, but Haley's absconded with, you know, a couple for other cooking things and people have come over and been like, Oh, that's great. I really need one. And I've given like, it's $10. It's like, right. Like, this is the best instant read you can get. It, it takes two or three seconds to really get to temp. It's, it's not a one second read. Like, you can get there, but mm-hmm. you don't have to have that. And a right. lot of, you know, steaks, I think more so you're cooking to temp, but a lot of the big barbecue and like the slow cooks, mm-hmm. temperatures are a little bit more of a guideline and it's more that probe feel that right. I, I like having an instant read mm-hmm. just for that purpose. Yeah. Just for probing. Yep. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so I've got that. Um, I put a spatula on there. I you See, can, I thought about utensils and I just you I can know, use, ran out of money. You can use the the plastic pancake flipper in the house, like kind of like Danny's ID card. I was like say the ID card. Or... It's gonna melt away. It's gonna get deformed. You're gonna get yelled at. Like take it from two sage wise married men. <laughs> Don't use Mama's plastic cookware out on your grill. Mm-hmm. Bad things will happen to you. Yep. And um, you can get a metal spatula for really cheap. They've got um, huge kits yeah. that you can get for decent. <clears throat> this is a obvious knockoff, um, but it is $8. It's metal, stainless steel, has a nice long wood handle, which mm-hmm. especially when you're cooking on a little charcoal grill, like the suckers can still get Plenty hot to singe singe the hair off your knuckles. Yeah, you don't want to be reaching over the coals. But this one's great. I mean, it's got a little bit of a a serrated edge if you need to kind of cut in and check things. It's got a um, couple of good scraper edges on it. Um, If you were cooking on a griddle, a bottle opener, if that's your your choice of libation right there, you can can do all of it with a spatula and it's it's eight bucks. um, the, The other two things that I just absolutely like demand having in my arsenal. Um, one, a really big cutting board. Oh yeah. So I didn't think about that. This is an 18 by 12, just poly, you know, nothing cutting board. Like it's nothing special. It's got Mm -hmm. a little trough around it. Um, which will help keep things clean. It's dishwasher safe. I mean, we didn't have a dishwasher when we were (laughs) in our first apartment. Yeah. Um, but I think having a big cutting board can be a game changer. Yeah. Um, I agree. 
and the trough is nice. Like I, I have some big like plasticky ones that Whitney likes to use, and that so that's what I always use. But the juice kind of gets everywhere, and you really got to watch it. If there's a little mm-hmm. trough, it'd be so nice. Yeah, and then the other thing is a good knife. Hmm. Um, and I've got two different ones on here for, um, in my hundred and and thousand dollar group, but um, a good boning or fillet knife that's mm-hmm. got a little bit of flex to it is it's fantastic. They don't make it anymore. Um, but Gerber used to sell this. You buy it at Walmart. I think I got mine on Amazon, but it was a, I think it's like a six, maybe it's an eight inch fillet knife that came with a sheath and had a little in the, in the sheath it had a knife sharpener down in the bottom of it. But I can tell you, I paid 15 bucks for that knife. Eight years ago, it's still sharp as ever because mm. it's it's got the honer in it. And I use it to trim almost every piece of meat that I cook. That it's, um, like, that's my go-to. Yeah. It, and I, th- knives are one of those things that you can get sucked into spending thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on. like oh yeah and they're they're works of art they're beautiful um like i would love to have you know some of these really fancy knives and mm-hmm. you know damascus steel that you know yeah. you can slice razor thin sheets of tomato like cool story bro like not a big tomato fan like <laughs> why anyone would need to cut it that small yeah I don't know. Um, but you can, you can get away buying some pretty cheap knives. They're dishwasher safe. Like they'll make your life a lot easier. If you watch my Instagram videos, like (laughs) guaranteed, you're going to see my neon green handled slicer at some point. It's not a super pretty knife, but it's sharp and it gets the job done. And I paid 20 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's, what's the brand on here? It's cooking home, um, on Amazon that I like, I've got a bunch of their stuff. It's all super cheap. It's very like industrial kind of commercial kitchen type of a feel, mm-hmm. but it does awesome. So there's some things that really matters on brand grills, I think is one of them mm-hmm. knives buy what you need to. Yeah. Um, keep it sharp, yeah. but get what you need. And especially when you're starting out, I mean, buy the cheap stuff. You can replace it. If it really breaks, if it's only 20 bucks, like it's not that hard to come up with 20 bucks in a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to come up with $500 for, yeah. for one knife. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. I didn't even think about knives, but that is critical. Yeah, it, and I, I really would, I would start with a fillet knife before anything else because it's so versatile you can slice meat with it but it also makes your life so much easier to trim if it's got a little bit of play in the blade Mm -hmm. so yeah i like it that's my that's my hundred dollar list grill spatula knife cutting board and uh and the thermometer Full disclosure, as you're talking, I'm like making changes to my thousand dollars. Crap, I forgot this. Oh, that's a great idea. So these lists are fluid, all right? These are not set in stone. 
Just like barbecue. Okay. Um, well, I guess, should I go first this yeah, time? You, you want it. the $1,000 list? Yeah. So this Let's is, this is, you've got a little more grown up money. Um, I started mine and it, Mike, Mike made this point, like shop the sales, especially shop them around Memorial Day and Labor Day. Those are kind of the, the bookends of barbecue season, I think for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. Most people that aren't like us that are outside running a smoker in, you know, negative two degree weather. Right. Um, which reminds me, I should have added a welding blanket to this. Oh, make, yeah. Make sure I talk about that. Yeah, I will. Um, but you get really good preseason sales around Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So, like this Weber Smoky Joe, I can almost guarantee you, you'll be able to find it for 35, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. I think that's realistic. Um, and then at the end of the season, you can shop the the closeout stuff. Because Home Depot's trying to get the grills out of the way so that they can bring in snow blowers. That, mm-hmm. like, so y- you can do a little bit. And especially if they've got floor models, don't be afraid to ask for a discount. Yeah, we uh, talked about this. You did yeah. that with my brother's Traeger. It was a great idea. Yeah, and I mean, he <clears throat> he got a screaming deal. Yeah. He got like 20% off because there's a little dent on it. Yeah. So it was great. Um, there goes the GoPro again. I don't know what the deal is with that. He tried. Maybe he's bored. He's checked yeah. out. Maybe that's our cue that we need <laughs> to spice things up a little bit. Yeah. If anybody's GoPro's got gone. experience with GoPros, we've tried to use it to um, grab another video angle two weeks in a row and it keeps shutting off in the middle of the record. I think it just hates it. I think it doesn't like barbecue. It's not into it. That's hurtful. No. Well, to each their own, I guess. I'm selling my stock. Yes. Um, okay. So th- go look for deals. Ask for discounts on floor models. Um, Home Depot is a great place to shop. Um, the other place, I think I've talked about this, is Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've got a $1,500 grill sitting on my back deck. I paid six or 700 bucks for it. And it was practically brand new when I bought it. So, um, be patient oh, as you're trying to get like started. Trying to cook burgers. Or whatever, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, that made me sick. It to just my it just takes so long to warm up, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you know what this is? Um, oh shoot! But okay, so I starting with the grill, thousand bucks. Um, I went with a Traeger Pro Series thirty four. Mm. Um, I've said it before. I will always say it. Buy the biggest grill you have a budget for. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a $700 grill. It's very basic in terms of some of the the functions of the higher-end grill. Like this one doesn't have Wi-Fi. Um, it does have a wired probe that you can plug in and like press a button and see it. It's got a digital controller. Um, but it doesn't have some of the other bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. But it's big. You can cook a suckling pig on this. You can cook two full-size turkeys on this. Um, you can get two briskets on it. Like, this is a great grill you can cook for a lot of people on. Yeah. Um, so it's seven hundred bucks. Boom. That's that was where most of my money went. Mm-hmm. The rest of my money, um, I've got two different knives on here. I've got, um, I've got a the. Filet knife that we just talked about. I also have a slicing knife. 
Um, it's a gratin edge slicer. It's twenty bucks. It's still cooking home. It's a so like the really long. Um, yeah, it's a brisket it's a, slicer thing. Yeah, it's okay. an eleven inch. It's a straight blade. Normally mm-hmm. has a blunt round um, nose on it. Uh-huh. It's not a brisket slicer that's got a little bit of curve to the blade. This okay. one is. You can slice turkey with it. You can slice ham. Like yeah. it's a very. I do not have a slicer. I want to get one. Hmm. Um, especially if you're like trying to like slice a whole strip off of a flat of a brisket. Yeah. This really changes the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've got a- another cutting board. We've got a little bit more money, so I've got a big wood cutting board. Um, twenty four by eighteen. And again, like I'm still shopping on Amazon. I'm not going to Etsy. I'm not going right. to like fancy stores. Um, you can spend Siri a little. Let me know if I can help. Hi, Siri. Thanks, Siri. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I um, pushed a button. Yeah, we're having all sorts of fun with technology today. Oh, I hate technology, man. Um, but so again, you can spend a lot of money on these things. I'm still kind of on the budget more realistic side of things. Right. Like as much as I would love to have a, you know, $10,000 outdoor setup, like I just don't Yeah. like, and I've got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got that cutting board and with all of those things, like I think you've like, you can prep, you can present, like you can do a lot of nice things. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of other utensils, I've got another, Big spatula. This one's a, a little bit more of a, like it's a it's six by five. Like it's a really wide mm-hmm. spatula. Still only 15 bucks. Um, and then I've got a long pair of tongs. Oh, yeah. Um, that, I like that. That I didn't include down there. My thermometer, I do upgrade a little bit. I've got a, I've got an original meter, um, single probe. It's a $70 thermometer. Um I got one for Christmas. Um, and it's funny, you know, there were raving reviews and like, this is the worst thermometer. Like there was no really? in between it. Like, and there's always a little bit of that. Like there's right. always the Karen out there. Well, and I feel like those are the only people that write the reviews, the people that love it or the people that have had a miserable experience. Yeah. You don't see a lot of in between, but normally like everyone, like, no matter what product you have, like someone's always going to have a crappy experience yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was enough bad reviews that it like kind of like gave me pause that I hadn't bought one. Hmm. Got one for Christmas. First two times I used it, I freaking hated the thing. Um, the connectivity on it. But, so you've got the probe and this like block that has a charger in it. And it's um, completely wireless, right? It's completely I mean, wireless. Like your it, probe looks it like is a, a little pencil. It's a metal shank that and... you stick in your meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and your phone can talk straight to the probe, okay. or it can talk to this charging block that's essentially like a repeater, like it. It's an extender. Okay. Um, I don't feel like either one of them have great length, and I think ThermPro actually has has a competitive product, but I couldn't find it all of a sudden. Like I've been looking at it for weeks. Like I should buy one and just like do a comparison between the two. Like I thought it'd be a fun thing to talk about. Maybe meter had like a 
mob hit on them or something. So I don't know. There are like 25 other versions of it oh, really? on there, but I couldn't find the one that I, I wanted to talk about. Hmm. Um, so I, I went with the meter after I've used it two or three times. I think I've kind of figured out the quirks and I know how to make it work. Okay. That I was willing to endorse it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'll do a video on YouTube about how I think you can hack it a little bit um, to make it a better experience for you. But when it is working, man, it's super cool. You can like watch graphs of the time and the temps raising. Mm. It is really accurate. Um, And it gives you both an internal temperature from a couple of spots. Mm -hmm. And then it also has the ambient temperature. Okay. So it's like the graphs are really fun to watch and like yeah. be able to study and do some analysis. If on you were gone for a while, you could come back and look at the consistency and that'd be good, especially for getting to know your grill and see kind yeah. of what interesting. And you can actually, so the hack is I hook it to an iPad and then the iPad will push it to the, the cloud. The iPad just sits there like it's, you know, one that my kids use that I just say, no, sorry, this is dad's for, for the day. Mm-hmm. And then I on my phone I've got perfect connection because it's just on the cloud. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's really accurate and I like that. Hmm. Um, but I mean, this is kind of the the thermometer you had. Like, it's it's nice to just have something in there so you're not constantly lifting the lid, messing with the heat in the grill. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see that internal temp. Yeah. So, um, that's my thermometer. Um. Oh, let's see what to talk about next here. The other thing that I've got on here, I've got pink butcher paper. Mm. Um, I've got that on my list too. I also have foil, but the foil is for a different reason. We'll talk about that in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, for cooking the food though, it, there's, there's both schools of thought and I actually think they're both right. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking with butcher paper, I think maintains bark better. Um, it holds heat in that speeds up the cook. It gets you through the stall faster, but it also lets it breathe. So it doesn't get soggy. Yeah. Like, uh, like foil does Mm -hmm. foils great, but you lose your bark. Um, and it cooks faster, which sometimes you need to like, yeah, sometimes you got to do it, but, um, you were talking about your buddy who's yeah. Trying to <laughs> trying to cook a pork shoulder and sent you a picture from the in and out drive through. Yeah, he's like, This is how it's going and he was in in and out at like eight o'clock that night. I felt bad for him. But he said the breakfast burritos the next day were phenomenal. Yeah. So that's great. When you get a speed of cook up, wrap it in foil. Mm-hmm. It'll take three hours off your cook every time. Yep. So yep. um But I like pink butcher paper, so I've got that on there. Mm. Okay. Um I guess the four last things, and these are really convenience things that I have on here, but I think make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got gloves. We talked about that. It's just so much easier to just throw a pair of gloves away instead of having to wash your hands 200 times, especially as you're going out and you're turning a piece of meat or you're, Mm -hmm. you know, I have stained my hands red from paprika and rub. Yeah. More and times than I can the count. smell, you can't get the smell out, which it's yummy, but it's kind of weird to have it under your fingernails. and you, Yeah, the yeah. onion and garlic mm-hmm. and yeah, you, you have a nice meal and put the kids to bed and you try and get a little friendly with your wife and she goes, 
Do you smell onions? <laughs> yeah, uh, baby, that's me. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Might as well have had betas for, for dinner and just have been covered in, in pico and onions. So gloves, your your love life will thank you. <laughs> um foil and not just not just your cheap grocery store foil. Yeah. Heavy duty extra wide foil. Mm-hmm. One, if you're gonna use it to wrap your food, it makes a big difference. Um it's a lot easier than trying to link pieces of foil together. Yep. Um, it doesn't, or have it tear. Yeah, you, it doesn't tear yeah. as easily. Um, the other thing, all of these pellet grills have a drip pan in them. Mm-hmm. Cover your drip pan in foil. You can buy fo- like these drip pan liners. They're twenty bucks for five of them. Like, and they're just foil. Yeah. Use foil. It works just as well. It's way cheaper, and it will make cleaning your grill so much easier. Um, I think we talked about Papa Murphy's at one point and mm-hmm. why I thought it was a terrible thing, and now I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to have a clean grill if you're going to bake on your yeah. on your smoker. Yeah. Um, if you're going to cook a pizza, you've got to have you've got to have a clean grill. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt brisket grease or bacon or whatever it was you cooked last Mm -hmm. cooked into your food, which isn't always what you want. Um, So cleaning that drip pan is huge. Um, I threw a, threw a nice apron on here. You can say what you want. Real men don't wear aprons. Um, I'm a slob guys. Like I am forever getting covered in stuff. The number of shirts I've ruined, just cleaning my grill with a brush and it's like flipping the little black specks of grease back at you. Mm -hmm. Put an apron on your wife will thank you. Especially if you're a fat guy, your belly is going to get a lot of crap on it. (laughs) Oh man. The number of times I've rubbed up against something and been like, (laughs) dang it. Yeah. I have an apron and I always forget to put it on. And man, when I do, it's so much nicer when I don't, the shirt's ruined. Like, there's no coming back from it. Um, we probably need to do them again. Uh, we've talked about we're we're in the Bishop Brickett Church and mm-hmm. in the leadership. Um, because multiple congregations share the same building, you you shift times, you know, every mm-hmm. year or so. Um, right now we're on the last block, which means you know the congregation meetings start at noon. Well, we start leadership meetings at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of leadership meetings and then we meet with individuals. Really, the bishop has a lot more appointments than we do. Yeah, we're mostly um, just there for support and we take the non-heavy stuff. Yeah. So when we don't have anything to do and you know, now sometimes we even get to run home and throw a little food down our gullet and you're mm-hmm. wearing a suit, put your apron on. Yeah. That's like uh that. we we <laughs> The bishop actually gave us all aprons the last time we had this this uh, this block because it was like we all ran home. <laughs> the number of times one of us had come back with a different tie or a whole new shirt on, it was like, um, so hmm. wear your apron, boys. Um, and then the last thing are bear paws. Do you have a set of? I do. Set big of claws. Pan. Yeah. Um, big fan. So I they, think I just said big pan. Big fan. Yeah, they uh, think of Wolverine, just plastic claws. But when you're going to shred a pork shoulder, I mean, 
I'm pretty proud of my pork shoulder game now. Like I can just pick my pork shoulder up with one hand and squeeze it and, and the whole thing falls where apart. I'm getting to, yeah. Um, but especially as you're getting started, like you've sometimes you've got to shred and pull and like tear it apart, even mm. with with these, even with a perfect pork shoulder that you squeeze and they fall apart. Man, if you're doing a big cook, mm-hmm. like I did 10 of them one time, they were all cooked perfect, but your hands get tired of just squeezing. So these things, yeah. you just grab them and you can tear them. They're great for picking big chunks of meat up off mm-hmm. of the grill and moving them. Um, I haven't used them just oh, to yeah, pick stuff up. That's genius. I like that. Yeah. I've just used them for shredding. No, it's I, a great idea. Yeah, you could move a whole brisket with those, huh? Yeah, and I've even done it... So normally you, you put them on and like you, you make fists with them like Wolverine style and you're shredding yeah. and pulling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an open hand and put them in so they're like sticking out of my hand like this. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So my fingers are underneath it, but I've also got... Oh, Like okay. when I'm doing a prime rib or something, if I, do a, if I don't section it off and I've got a big eight bone roast, uh-huh. like it just gives you so much more security to be able to stab it from the sides, hold on to it, pick it up. Okay. So huh. I've not done that. I like it. So, um, I think that's everything on my list. Cool. Oh, one last thing. One last utensil that I think all great barbecuers should have. Um, I think we've talked about this before. A pizza peel. Oh, yeah. You did talk about this. Yeah. One of our first episodes, I think. Yeah. It is a giant spatula. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to move a pizza, a turkey... Like you just need something solid that you, it's metal. You can, it's thin. You can get it under stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of pizza pills. Yeah. So I've got a very cheap, very basic $15 pizza peel that there's one on top of my fridge. Nice. I've had it for 10 years. That's awesome. I'm going to have to get one of those. All right. My list is very similar to yours. So I'm just going to do the uh, differences. Uh, so... I've got crap all over. My kitchen is tiny. Like, we love our house. We got into it at a good time. Things are great. Our kitchen sucks. Like, it's really small. We just don't have room for anything. So, what I've got on here is a waterproof storage tough chest. So, it's basically a giant toolbox. Um, I was looking for a deck box last summer mm-hmm. because I just wanted I wanted to put all my barbecue stuff in there. I had accumulated enough that it was spread out throughout my garage in my kitchen. It was a mess. Um, and so I was looking for deck boxes and man, you can pay upwards of a thousand dollars for a deck box. Oh, like yeah. it's unreal. That, um, yeah. Lifetime and Rubbermaid, man, they're making a killing. Yeah. And, and they're great products. They're great products. But my father-in-law had a toolbox for a side-by-side that he just throws in the, in the bed. Uh, and he mentioned, maybe you should look into those and it's awesome. I think mine's a DeWalt or a Husky. I can't remember. I got it at Home Depot. Um, but I found a bunch of them on Amazon, uh, and they're about 150 bucks. They're just giant, like 55 gallon, uh, tool chests. And I put all my stuff in there. I've got all my pellets, all my charcoal. They're going to stay dry. I've got all my utensils, my grill cleaner, um, my charcoal chimney, uh, a lot of um, paper towel, foil, things like that. And I just shove it in there and latch the lid closed and it stays dry and it stays out of my kitchen and I don't have to look for stuff. So that is number one on my $1,000 list because it's... Like I say, 150 bucks, maybe 200 bucks if you get a bigger one. 
Don't, um, don't tell Haley. She's going to want her cupboard back that I <laughs> took over. Dude, seriously, it it's nice. I really like it. It's probably my favorite thing that I have purchased for barbecue. One day, I'm going to have a sweet outdoor kitchen with cupboards and all that stuff. But one, we live in Utah. And two, that day is not going to yeah, go for it's a not while. Soon. So it's nice to have that just storage for everything. When I did the barbecue competition last year, I threw that in the back of my truck. I knew I had everything because I keep everything in that. That's awesome. Um, and I just keep it on my deck. And like I say, it stays dry. Big fan. Um, I got the foil. Uh, I threw foil pans on here. Uh, sometimes you can wrap yeah. stuff in foil, but it's nice to just have a foil pan. And you can get... I got a 30-pack um, on here for 25 bucks that I saw on Amazon. I mean... Yeah. I, that's more than you'll need ever. Yeah. It, no. Definitely. We always have those. Yeah. It, it's great to pull one if you need to cook in a pan. Mm-hmm. I don't get yelled at for getting the right. nice baking Making dishes it gross. dirty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Corningware. It will turn brown and yeah. you won't ever get it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've tried everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're great to cook in. They're great to store f- meat in too. Mm. And if you're like taking food to other people, yeah. Man, when we take dinner to somebody, mm-hmm. it's all in foil pans. It's just like here you go, throw it away when you're done. Mm. I think I think so. And I, I recently discovered you could get them on Amazon. I'll go to the grocery store and spend like five bucks for two in a two pack or whatever. You can get thirty for twenty five bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I don't so. know. I buy them at uh, at Sam's Club. I don't know. No, I haven't. But. I haven't looked there. Also, have you ever used like the little loaf pans? Um, really small. I mm-hmm. use those for sauce when I'm doing when I'm smoking Damn. it or warming it. It's really nice. I haven't done that. Put your basting I, brush in there and just keep it on the grill. That'd be nice. I yeah. bought a little like half quart lodge, like cast iron. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? <clears throat> yes and no. Like okay. I love cast iron. Like right. I've got a bunch of that on here too. The hard part about it is, is the sauces like there's so much acid and tomato base in there. Like it gets left in there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it always eats it off. Like I'm forever re-seasoning. That See, that pan. was my concern. That's why I haven't pulled the trigger on one yeah, of those, but, but I would like to have one, but yeah, it's nice to just use your sauce, throw the pan away. You know, no, I, I love the idea. So, um, I got a thermopen on here. I feel like it's nice to have an instant read for the thermometer as well as a uh, a, a wireless probe or whatever. So I put the thermopen on here. It's a hundred bucks. That's expensive for a thermometer. Like you said, your ten dollar one probably does just as good a job. Um, but I really like this one. It's instant and and like you said, a lot of it is just feel. So it's just you just need something to poke it. But if I've got a thousand dollars, I'm I got a thermopen. But thermopens are super nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're super nice. And like if someone gave me one, I'd love to have it. Yeah. It was a but, Christmas present one year and I have no regrets. Like it's, yeah. I've been really happy with it. Um, Your meter, how many probes do you have? I just did the one probe. Okay. I, I did the $70 one. Okay. Would, do you have the big four block on there? Uh, that's what I put on here just because I didn't include a grill. So I've got all sorts oh, of money. So you've I'm got more money than I money. do. Yeah. I, um, I probably would have because so when you go to that four block, that four block 
is Wi-Fi enabled. So my oh. my like ghetto hack of using an iPad, you don't have to do because the, oh, really? the block is Wi-Fi enabled. It kind of solves that. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's three hundred and fifty bucks. Um, so I don't know that I would ever use it. I've got a ThermalWorks dot right now that I love, and that's kind of my sit it in and leave it in right now. But if money was no object, I would probably look into that meter probe. Hey, I will like the one thing I will say about. <laughs> especially the big long cooks. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I've done all sorts of like redneck things of, you know, I take, it started with a, you know, a video baby monitor when we like first had kids. That is awesome. <laughs> that I, I had a, I had a Therm Pro um, wireless probe that like, there was a sending unit that stayed outside and a little receiver inside that told you what the grill was. Okay. Um, but we had this Wi-Fi baby monitor. <laughs> so when we'd go to church, <laughs> that's awesome. I'd take my, take my receiving unit, point the camera at it, and I'd be looking at the baby monitor <laughs> in, in church that's checking awesome. the temp. Um, I eventually evolved, you know, when Wise Cams came out for 20 bucks. <laughs> I had a Wise Cam I'd point at it. Um, it is super nice when I'm at work. Like I'm not call- yeah because before that I'd like call Haley and be like, right. Hey, what time's the meet at? And they get <laughs> so time? annoyed, bless their hearts. Cause they're always in the middle of something. It's like, uh, okay, I'll call you back in a second. Yeah. I but. love, I love having that Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. So I, I think that's a great investment. Yeah. See, I've never had the Wi-Fi thermometer, so it would be nice. My game changer. My Gorilla lets me see my grill temp, and I you can put a probe in there, but I found that it's you know plus or minus ten degrees on the meat. So, um, I've also got grill grates on here. Have you ever thought mm-hmm. of like grill grate is a brand, and it's like a searing station that you put on your grill, um, gets screaming hot, beautiful grill marks, and I have asked on several forums. If there's any other advantage to grill grades besides pretty marks, um, mostly all I get is it's consistent. Uh, it does make some pretty marks on on your meat, on your steak. Um, but also if you flip it over, you have kind of a flat top that you can use. Um, I've been looking at them for a while, so if I had, uh, you know, if I had a little more more money, I'd probably just yeah, pull the how trigger much are on they? them. I've got them for 150 bucks, but that okay. goes across like your entire Traeger. I think you can, I, they come in sections and I think you can just get a couple sections for like a Weber or even a gas grill probably for, you know, uh, like 70, 80 bucks. Yeah. I don't know. So. No, that makes sense. Um, it, yeah. And you eat with your eyes first. So mm-hmm. the pretty marks matter sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it sounds fun. You know, that's what I've watched a lot of videos where that's what people use to cook steak. And it looks beautiful, but also, like, it is so hot. Like, they conduct heat so well that, I mean, it's two minutes, flip, 45 degrees, flip it over, two minutes, 45 degrees, and your steak's done, you know? Yeah. So, um, I've also got some cast iron, Dutch oven, cast iron pan. Have you ever had a Cambro? You did some catering. I have. um, I I don't have Cambros. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're great for the amount of catering I do. Mm-hmm. I've got a, uh, I think it's a 45 quart Arctic cooler. Yeah. It's like a Yeti. It's the cheaper mm-hmm. version of a Yeti. Yeah. 
coolers work just like Cambros. See, that's I mean, that's what I've used. That's what I'll continue to use. If I had a if I had money to blow on it, maybe I'd look into it. A lot of the competition guys will talk about it, and then you'll always have some old dude that's like, just use a cooler. It's the same yeah. thing. So, so I don't know whether it's worth it or not. I did put it on my list, but yeah. So from a catering perspective, like Cambro started as a restaurant supply. Mm-hmm. Um, the really nice thing about it is pans fit into the Cambro. Like they've got yeah, they're like slide in. They've the got grooves, slots right? in the grooves yeah. that you can slide hotel pans into. You can like they sell pans like mm-hmm. they slide in. It's secure. Your food's not gonna fall. Yeah. Um, and stays separated and isn't stacked on each other. I guess yep. like it would be in a cooler. I could yeah. see that. Like I take those foil pans and I know like I can turn one this way and one this way and then I'm gonna alternate them and like mm-hmm. I can kind of do that. But like if I want to get the one on the bottom, like I've got to take everything else out. Mm-hmm. Whereas these Cambros. They open from the front. You can slide it out. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, you can also get Cambros that have heating elements in them. So it like yeah, acts like that. a warming element. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think most home cooks need them. I don't, I don't know why you would. I mean, I, uh, so I've rested meat for a long time and I've like boiled water, either put it in the bottom or just sat the pan in the bottom and closed it for five minutes. It preheats the cooler. Then you put your meat in; it stays warm for a long time. So, yeah. it, and I've never even preheated mine. I I put it in a foil pan, I wrap it in a towel, and I put it in a cooler. And yeah, and it stays good for hours. So, yeah, I put it on here, but that's it. That's my thousand dollar list. Oh, knives! I, I I threw a Dexter Russell is a brand that I that I use. Mostly just because Malcolm Reed used them. So, <laughs> of course, I grabbed them. Uh, so, I threw it on here. But I think you nailed it. Like, get a, a decent knife. You know, maybe not from the dollar store. But get a decent yeah. knife. And, and you know, that that particular brand. I found a three-pack three starter uh, pack. It comes with, like, a boning knife. And then just a couple of other knives for, like, 40 bucks on Amazon. Which oh, I didn't think awesome. was too bad. No, so. that's... I think that's really reasonable. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's uh, and I mean, I think part of it too is like know where you're going to be cooking mm-hmm. and what you're going to be cooking. Um, I mean, I've got a a meat cleaver. Mm-hmm. Like, I bought the cheapest thing I could find. It ended up being like, it is incredibly sharp, and like, I think I paid fifteen bucks for it. Mm. But like, the reason I bought it was I was doing a suckling pig, and I watched all these videos and like to crack the spine so that you can get mm-hmm. the cord out and then be able to open it real nice. Like they say, take a cleaver and hit it with a hammer. And I was like, well, I'm not going to spend $200 on a, on a knife that, that I'm going to beat, beat the crap with. Out of. Just so happened that it's turned out to be a great Oh dude, we used that on Irv and it was, it was sweet. Like I couldn't believe you were just whacking it with your hammer and it, I mean, it cut right through, did a great job. Good edge. Yeah. And it's held its edge. So, um, yeah, don't don't think you've got to buy name brand on everything. There are mm-hmm. certain things that matters on. Yeah, um, knives are not one of those. One other thing I was gonna say is we've talked about gloves on here. Um, oh, meat is hot. They sell like grill gloves that you can get, and they're insulated and they're grippy, and and that's all well and good. They suck. Um, but so hard. 
I've never had some, but I here's what I do. I get some cotton liners, super cheap from um, I don't even remember where I got them. Probably Harbor Freight or Walmart or something. And then I put the black gloves over top of them. It keeps them clean. You can reuse them. You throw them in the washing machine when you're done. Like so much better than I think I found. And a, it's so hot. I think I found a 25 pair pack on Amazon for twelve dollars. Oh, dude, pennies. And really, you need one pair if I, you're switching I throw your them black away, gloves. Dude. Like if do you if, really? If I uh, not every time, but mm-hmm. like every yeah. five or gross. six use. Like if if one of those nitrile gloves breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, the other thing is like, I have massive hands. Yeah, me too. I like fatty I've, hands. Yeah. I've got big bear paws that, I mean, two X gloves most of the time don't fit me. Right. Um, Especially if you put those liners on too. Yeah. So the, the grill gloves that they sell most of the time, um, and there's two different things, right? Like, so there's like fire gloves that are, they're normally like leather. They come up to your elbow, like yeah. um, that you would use if you were Dutch oven cooking or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about those, but they sell these like silicone gloves that are like rated up to 500 degrees. And, you know, they show pictures of people taking dishes out of the oven and cooking on the grill. Mm-hmm. One, the fingers are like, I don't think they're long enough for my wife mm. who has a Nice, dainty little hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't get my hands into them. And when I can, like, you've got no dexterity in your fingers. Yeah. Um, that and, like, I have burnt my hand on way less than 500 degrees when I have gotten my hand in there. So Really? Yeah. I'm a hmm. same way. Cheap cotton gloves yeah. <clears throat> with the nitrile over the top of them. And you can do you can do a lot of things. I'm not sold on the silicone anything. I've got a silicone like thing for my cast iron pan that you slide over the handle, oh. and I don't really think it insulates at all. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's why there's kitchen towels. Yeah, there you go. Um, the last thing I was going to talk about. I'm glad you you brought up heat. Um, Traeger Green Mountain Grill. Camp Chef, I'm willing to bet Yoder probably does too. Like all of these grill companies, they sell um, insulation kits. Oh yeah, yeah. For when it's really cold outside, to, mm-hmm. the grills will run. They just they burn a lot more pellets when yeah. it's really cold outside. Go through a lot, a lot less efficient. <laughs> Pro tip: go down to your local Harbor Freight, Value, whatever um, hardware store, buy a welding blanket. You told me this, and I've still yet to do it. They are fantastic. You throw the welding blanket over the top of the grill. Make sure you don't block the the vents or the smokestack. I was going to say, do you cut a hole for the stack, or do you just, just wrap it around it? I just lay... So, uh, I've got the ironwood now, and the vent is on the back of it. Okay. Um, I just put it over the top. Mm-hmm. And let the edge rest on top of that vent, so okay. the vent's not obstructed. Gotcha. But before, when I had a smokestack on the side, like I just covered the top of the grill, and the smokestack was uncovered. Mm-hmm. Um, but a welding blanket, it's not going to catch on fire. It's prior to that, I used to use packing pads, like the black packing blankets. Oh yeah. Um, 
because I was like, yeah, they're cheap. They're fine. They also melt. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for years, one of my girls had this nice zigzag pattern that matched the stitching in a... <laughs> Um, that's awesome and that but so the welding blankets don't do that you throw it over the top it works every bit as good as the 300 dollar insulation kit that you can buy from whoever made your grill hmm. and it's you know 25 bucks yeah yeah i've been so, gonna do that and i feel like you could get one and make it work for all of your grills yep instead of a specific kit that only works for that grill yep cool so that's my that's my last hot tip I like it. I like it. Okay. Well. All righty. Well, we'll uh, we will try and include some of these links for for our different shopping lists. Um, we'll try and include those either in the show notes or um, our podcast's webpage. That, yes, it does. That we don't talk about very often. That's because um, we haven't really utilized it. I feel like. Yeah. So it's fatguyswithsmokers.podbean.com. So Podbean is our hosting service for the podcast that we use that pushes out to Apple and Spotify and all the places that you listen to P O D B E A N. Yep. Like Lima bean, but with a pod pod never would have gone to Lima beans. I don't know. It just popped into my head. Do you like Lima beans? No, I don't even know what Lima beans are. I, I do know what Lima beans are and I'm not I feel like there's fan. an episode of Doug where he didn't want to eat Lima beans. Yeah. They were really big when we were kids at high school lunches. Yeah, that's right. Um, there was a trip down memory lane that wasn't fun. Yeah, sorry. That's all that good. That was my bad. Um, sorry to bring up your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll live through it. But um, yeah, so you can look there for for these links. Uh, we will try and get this one on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's on YouTube, please comment anything like we'd love to let us know that you're there yeah <laughs> we'd love to read your comments on air uh you know and, and try to interact that way but i mean maybe we just inform people so much that there's no comments or questions or anything so well i mean i do tell my kids that i'm the smartest man on earth and not to question but i like it that's a healthy way to way to go don't actually do it nobody at at me (laughs) actually please add at me somebody mike actually got an at from somebody the other day on an instagram reel did i I, what's an at when they like use the at symbol and put your name to like oh okay yeah oh bummer well oh Turns out it's time to be done. <laughs> the other camera's battery just died. I didn't think we were going for that long. But um, until next time, I'm John. I'm Mike. And we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.